Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 176. I still don't have any new games, probably more because I am broke than that there aren't any new games to get. And as regular listeners know, I am homeless and don't have a job, so I've got a lot of time to kill. So I've been trying to find some stuff to sort of occupy my time until school starts again, and then I'll have a class, and that'll take up a couple days. But until then, I've basically got about 12 hours a day with absolutely nothing to do, since I don't have any games right now. So in this episode, I ramble about three different shows I've been spending my time with. They're all kind of older shows, so you might have heard about them. But if you haven't, you might want to check them out. And I'll ramble about them, so you can decide if it sounds like something you are interested in or not. But hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. The first show I have to ramble about is called Hemlock Grove. It is a Netflix exclusive thing, so you have to have Netflix to have access to it. Though I believe the first season is also out on physical media, so if you have a different rental place, they might also carry that. The first season starts out sort of how I would describe as two parts Twin Peaks, one part Supernatural, and one part True Blood. I'd say the first one-third of the first season is a lot of sort of discovering who the characters are and what their role is and sort of the overall theme of the story. Kind of minor spoilers, we follow one family who we discover is a vampire family, but they're not the normal kind of vampires from, I guess you could say, mainstream vampire media. They have some interesting twists to them that make them a little bit different and discovering what those twists are and why the main character doesn't really know he's a vampire are part of what make the series really interesting. The other main character in the first season is his very good friend who was sort of new in town. He is often described as a gypsy, but we find out he is a werewolf. And unlike his friend, he actually does know he is a werewolf and he knows how that works and, you know, his whole gypsy society and his family and sort of their connection to the other families and other, I guess you could say, fake creatures. But basically, the whole sort of overarching theme of that entire season is there's sort of these mysterious killings going on in the town, and so we're getting to sort of know each of the main characters, what their role is, sort of overall. I guess you could sort of say it's a primarily a duo of... I wouldn't really call them crime fighters because they're trying to solve a mystery, so they're part detective, part just kind of, you know, late teenagers trying to figure out what's going on with their own life and what's going on with the town. And we get to meet a few different characters who sort of move in and out of the plot, you know, depending on what's going on, and some characters get a bigger role in the second season. The show starts off really strong, and I really, really love the first season. Like I said, it's very sort of Twin Peaks in feel with sort of a supernatural kind of spin to it. So it's kind of slower paced, 
the characters aren't quite sure what's going on. We get to discover what's going on along with the characters and how they resolve it. We get to sort of peek into this very interesting supernatural world, which isn't quite the standard supernatural we are used to. Unfortunately, the show does seem to kind of fall apart pretty badly in the second season. Some of the characters change quite a bit from what they were in the first season. Some of the changes in the character of the mother just boggle my mind. It's like, why did they do that? That doesn't even make any sense. Even in their explanation of it, it doesn't make sense. Some of the character direction goes a little bit crazy. It's like, that's not the direction I expected that character to go in. And at the end of it, you're left kind of going, what the crap is going on? Because it gets really weird and really confused. But you might want to check out the trailers, and if you're into that kind of thing, give it a look. I think the first season is absolutely worth it. Like I said, the second season gets a little confused and weird. And the series was based off of a book, so if you read the book and you liked the book, I don't know if it follows the book or not, but I would assume it would, at least to some degree. You might want to check it out for that reason as well. The second show I picked up, which I guess is a bit more recent, is From Dusk Until Dawn. It has one season on Netflix. I don't know if that's an exclusive or not. And apparently it has a second season on the way. If you are familiar with the movie of the same name, it has sort of a very similar feel. I would say the first half of the entire first season is sort of a getting to that famous bar and learning the characters, figuring out who the characters are, getting different background stories about the characters. And then we spend, I would say, maybe a quarter of the season sort of in the bar in the sort of same time frame that the movie takes place. Pretty much a retelling of the whole movie, so, you know, it expands quite a bit. And then the last quarter of the first season sort of goes after the main movie, and it gets quite a bit deeper into the lore of who are these vampires, what is this bar, what is going on, and it gets quite a bit more interesting, I think, than the much shorter, you know, movie, because the movie was only like, you know, two hours, and this is a series of, I think it was 10 or more episodes, so that's, you know, quite a bit more time to spend, you know, with the story. I was not a huge fan of the original movie, but I did like it quite a bit. The first season did seem really interesting, and it was cool to learn about the characters. But like I said, you know, it was kind of just an expansion on what happened in the movie. So a lot of it seemed kind of fairly predictable, since we knew, you know, where the characters were going. But the second season seems very promising, because now it's going to continue in a direction that we haven't seen. Because that first season pretty much ends sort of at the end of when the movie ended. So we're going in a different direction and I'm very eager to see where that's going. If you are a fan of the Dusk Until Dawn first movie, I think there were a couple of sequels that were just kind of meh. But if you like the first one, the series kind of follows the events and sort of lore they've set up with that, and you will probably want to give that a look. And the third series that I've picked up, and I've seen seven episodes of the first season, apparently there are like five seasons, is called Lost Girl. I really like it quite a bit. It's kind of hard to describe. Minor spoiler, the main character discovers she is basically a succubus, but she has a few different aspects from the traditional succubus. <laughs> most most notably, she's not, you know, a devil with 
wings and hoof feet and horns. So, you know, she looks like a regular human. That's obviously the biggest difference. But it sort of takes place in this kind of middle ground between the human world and the fey world. In the first episode, we discover she's been on this 10-year path of accidentally killing people. And she kind of picks up a sidekick who's with her, as far as I know, through the rest of the series. And so the the shows are kind of based around these two, and they sort of set themselves up as sort of private investigators. So along the way, we're finding these interesting and cool stories about the Fey world and the main characters sort of dealing with, you know, keeping the Fey world and the human world not at odds with each other. She doesn't pick a side. The Fey are apparently aligned to light or dark, and she is kind of in the middle ground. I have a feeling that might change in later seasons, but like I said, I'm only seven episodes into the first season. So the two main characters sort of have this private eye, buddy-buddy kind of feel to it, and they often will pair up with or bump into sort of two other main characters. And the other main characters are police officers who are both fae, and they are in the world of the fae, so there's a connection between them and our main characters. And so occasionally it will turn more into sort of a police drama kind of show, where we're doing less private investigator type things and more, you know, police crime scene sort of investigation type episodes. But it seems really interesting, and I like it quite a bit. They've got some pretty cool lore set up with how the different worlds are staying apart and, you know, which pieces of the Fey world we see. They do seem to be going off of basically real world Fey lore. So everything is like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I know that myth. So it seems very cool and very interesting. Nothing has been too far from the mark in terms of what we know of the Fey lore. Obviously, things are different, like, Most of the Fae they've shown so far have a human form, which looks perfectly normal. So I'm very eager to see where they go with Lost Girl. I don't know the rating, but I I believe it is showing on sci-fi currently, so it can't be too high of a rating. There is a surprising amount of not-sex for being (laughs) the main character as a succubus. You would think there would be quite a bit more sex in a, a series based around that. But it actually only seems to happen every few episodes. And it seems like, you know, the sex scenes are very quick. Probably for sci-fi, they're a little bit cut out because there are a few scenes here and there that you get a little bit more than you typically see on mainstream TV. But if you're into sort of private eye, buddy-buddy, cop show kind of shows that has a very interesting spin with fey mythology, you should definitely give Lost Girl a look. I like it quite a bit. Like I said, I'm pretty far behind on this one. This one is apparently five seasons, I think it is. I think it started in like 2010, so it's a little bit older. So if you're like me and just now getting into it, you've got quite a lot of shows to get caught up on. And I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the shows. And that's all my shows I'm watching so far. If I pick anything else up in the remaining few weeks of summer I have before school gets going and I get a little bit distracted again and don't have to worry so much about, oh, I've got a ton of time to kill, then maybe I will mention those other shows. But that's it for this time.
The only news for this time is Destiny is out next week. In just a few days after this podcast releases on September 9th. Super, super excited about that. There still is no confirmation on the digital download unlocking before midnight Pacific time. Seems like if you got a digital version for either PlayStation side or Xbox side, both seem to be locked. So if you are on the East Coast and you really want to get that midnight release playtime, I would recommend you go to a local shop and pick up a physical copy. Because apparently the physical copy will unlock right at midnight, depending on you know whatever time zone you're in. But if you don't care, and you're just going to sleep through it and play it on the next morning, I would recommend going with digital download, because that way it'll download you know in advance, and you don't have to worry about you know something like the shipping is delayed, or you know the delivery truck doesn't come until like five o'clock at night or something, and you could have played you know for three or four hours by that time. You know, if you get a digital download, you don't have to worry about that. It'll unlock right at midnight at, you know, 12 o'clock and one second, in theory, uh, on the 9th in that morning. But I really love it. I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. And if you were thinking about picking it up at launch, now would be the time to do so. So that's it for this Rabbit's Ramblings. No Pirate's Treasure. No Patreons. Nothing really going on. I've been pretty sick lately. A lot of sneezing and congestion, so I might sound a little bit funny on this podcast. I don't know. But that's it for this week. Next week I probably won't have anything else to talk about except Destiny. And I might not even have a whole lot to say on that. Because I expect it will be just like what I saw in the beta, only more. And, you know, since I record the podcast a few days before it comes out, I don't know how deep I'll be into it. Since I expect I will record Wednesday morning, I'll probably only be somewhere between 10 and 12 hours in. So I don't expect I'll be that far into the game. It wouldn't actually surprise me if I wasn't at least level 15 by then, because I think it's not going to take that long to level up. And the maximum is 20, so it's a shooting game. You know, there's not a lot of leveling involved. Mostly it's going to be about playing with your friends and replaying content and finding cool new guns and leveling them up. So, you know, hitting maximum level is not really the important thing about the game. But I think it'll take a lot less time than people are maybe hoping for. But I guess we'll see uh, in time. Probably not you know, next podcast, but certainly by the podcast after that, I'm I'm sure I'll hit max level by then and have thoughts on, you know, what it's like to be past max level and working on alternate levels because through alternate levels, you can get up to level 30, though some of that requires raid gear and all that stuff. And so probably won't be past about 25. I don't know. Now I'm just rambling. So I probably won't have much to say next time, but Hopefully everybody enjoyed the show this time, and who knows, maybe I'll have some cool stuff to talk about next time. But hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye.
But if you're into that kind of thing, and if you read the book, apparently it's... And if... I was not a huge fan of the original movie, but I did like it quite a bit. This Shiro Musu. An interesting, if cryptic, response. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html when you type rabbits ramblings don't use the space if you would like to send me an email you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com if you like my page you can also post on facebook at rabbit dot com you can follow me on youtube at rabbit dot com i have a page on patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, share alike, license.